0: Everyone, welcome back to episode four? four.
1: overall.
0: Three within our intro to, f-
1: to, to fantasy.
0: fantasy. Two within, within our Jim Butcher yeah. mini-series series within, within a mini-series within a... This is our show, fantasy. we can do what we want. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> today we're talking about the Dresden Files, book one, Stormfronts. Um, one of 18? No, there are... 15 out right now he's working on 16 we'll get into the story of how the dresden files came to be uh real fast here before we do like i'm gonna do a quick um anyways (laughs) so uh this is an urban fantasy novel uh it is jim butcher's first uh published book and his first series um book one is called stormfront it is uh About and also from the perspective of Harry Dresden, who is a wizard in Chicago. Um, Modern times. Yes, modern times wizard in Chicago, um, which is why it's called an urban fantasy. And urban fantasy is generally like real world with some sort of fantasy element in it. Hmm. Um, It's because of this series. I've heard people refer to Jim Butcher as the king of urban fantasy. He has kind of set the standard for it. I, I, to be fair, though, I haven't he really is. heard of
0: any other s- books that have been described that way. So,
1: as an urban fantasy, yeah, it's a whole subgenre, man.
0: I mean, I haven't never heard of any of them, though.
1: You're like not in the reading. That's know, true. though,
0: So maybe, maybe like I guess you are my only. I guess you and my sister That's are like, like the like, only source of books I have. Yeah, and your like,
1: sister is like zero percent fantasy, right? So I mean, I just
0: I, my point is that I've never heard of it, so I, I can't I can't verify <laughs> whether or not like he's the name of.
1: I'm not I'm not saying he is the ultimate authority on urban fantasy. I'm saying I have been heard okay. or I have heard him referred to That's as the fair. king of urban fantasy. He does it very well for what it's worth. Um, so the story of how the Dresden Files came about is uh, again one of my favorite stories. Much like the story of how uh, the Codex Alera came about. Um... So Harry Dresden was in a writing class with one of his professors. Jim Butcher was. That's the one. That's (laughs) the one. Harry Dresden is a fake person in a book. Harry Dresden is a fake person in a book. Jim Butcher was in a writing class with his professor, Deborah Chester, um, who has a book on, uh, it's called the Fantasy Fiction Formula. She's got a lot of books out, but I've actually read the Fantasy Fiction Formula. It's really good if you want to get into writing and need some sort of guideline. It is excellent. Um... Anyways, so he was in a class taught by her and she wanted them to do a sort of, uh, formulaic approach to writing a novel. Um, that was kind of the goal As you write a novel over the semester. And she was like, you do step one, you do step two, you do step three, you write your book. And Jim Butcher was like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's only got 40 books published. Um. I've got none. <laughs> I've got none. Um. So, he was like, that's dumb. And every time he'd take a novel to her, she'd be like, oh, you know, it's good, I guess, but it needs some work, blah, 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 blah. And are you reading the back cover? Yeah, I'm just
0: kind of curious.
1: Okay. Um. Anyways, that's not correct anymore, I believe. No. Um. It says he works with his, or lives with his wife and kids. He's no. divorced to her. Right. Now. Um. He's got a new wife. She's lovely. Um...
0: I just love the picture in the back. It's so ridiculous. He's
1: so nerdy. I, um, oh man, my favorite. You can, if you Google Jim Butcher, there's a a picture of him with a fake sword and his dog. Best thing of life. Go ahead, do it. Make your day. Oh, Kyle's doing it now. Anyways, so he was like, that's dumb. I can just sit down and start writing, and it's going to be excellent, and it's going to be amazing, and I can do this, and you don't know what you're talking about. You're only a published author, and I'm not. (laughs) And so he thought, You know what way I can prove to her her method is stupid? I'm going to do it. I'm going to write the book uh, the way that she thinks I should write it, and I'm going to show her how dumb it is. And it's going to suck. And And uh... it's going to suck, and it's going to be awful. And so he sat there, and he did all the steps he was supposed to do, and he did all his character pages and his exercises, and he plopped down the first Dresden Files book onto her desk, at the end of the semester and said, there you go. I did your dumb formula. And she read it and she said, I think you could get it published. It's good. (laughs) And so this um, really shocked him. And he went back and he came back like a couple weeks later, I think it was. And he plopped down a plan and he's like, I have a plan for this book series and it's 20 books long And it ends with a trilogy. And I'm going to get it published. And she was so shocked by this. She was just like, okay. And he's like, great, I knew you'd approve of this plan. (laughs) Um, Which is ridiculous. Um, Anyone who knows anything about book publishing knows that no publishing company in their right mind would get an unknown author and give him a deal for 23 books. Right off the bat. And so, rock fantasy... Publishing company uh, did that, and gave him a twenty-book deal with a trilogy at the end, and here we are, sitting now. How many years after the first Dresden? Seventeen years after the first Dresden Files book was published, and we're waiting on book sixteen. Um, I'm pretty sure he no longer knows what's happening. <laughs> and um, it's one of the best regarded urban fantasy series um ever i would say like one of the best maybe not necessarily regarded as the best but
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean i can think of like at least two separate times where you've texted me and been like oh i met somebody who's talking about jim butcher and they love the dresden files yeah. and, um so i had a hard time getting through the first book um only because
0: i i i want to just do my bit because this is all right. One of the few books I've ever read, part of ever. When we get to the Aeronauts win list, I'll be able to speak a little bit more, because that's the book I've probably read the most out of. It's literally the only book I've ever read more than the first six pages of that's not f- required for school, I believe. <laughs> I think I, no, I got into some book when I was, like, 12.
1: I can't believe I married you.
0: But, like... <laughs> First, it it's an interesting book, and it's like I can totally see why it's one of the ones that you you would believe that I would enjoy, and I don't know. I think it was just like I kind of got out of like I was in a reading mood for quite a while, and I kind of lost it like right as soon as you ended up giving me the book. So I read like twenty three. I guess I read forty or so pages in. I don't remember exactly, but I read a bit of it, and it like right off the bat, it strikes me as like if you made
1: a movie out of it. Or a TV show that actually They're... doesn't suck. <laughs> I was gonna say we uh, can, We're gonna watch the first Dresden Files TV show episode. God, we're gonna know. do. We're gonna do a special review um, episode. Uh, that's gonna be our next episode. We're gonna watch the the Dresden Files TV show only episode one, and then we're gonna review it. It's fine. Oh, but Go that's
0: ahead. not. We're gonna do like a separate uh, podcast, that. it's gonna break no, we don't. the rules. No, we don't. It's our podcast. Our rules. Okay. <laughs> um, and right off the bat, it like. If it was made into a movie, even if it was modern day, it should still be black and white because it just smacks it's me in the very face. It's very noir. It's just Maltese Falcon, like, that kind of vibe of, like, it's a rainy night and he's in his office alone and there's just <laughs> one lone trumpet.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, someone walks in wandering right before he's about to leave for the night and it, you know, it's just that vibe, or like, because he ends up getting like a phone call about like he's going to a case because he's he's contracted with the local Chicago Police Department forensic Chicago division, PD. and it's just so very like it just is so noir, like you know, he wears a big trench coat and a hat. And he's got like a he magnifying he wears a duster, okay, a duster, excuse me, and a, and a hat, and he's got a magnifying glass, even though he probably doesn't need it for any reason, he just has it just for the sake of having it. <laughs> to
1: look for clues.
0: Yes, um. like, oh, look, I found one. <laughs> um, but like, it just strikes me as that kind of vibe, just based on like the first, not even half of the chapter, I think I read. Oh my god. Um, I didn't get that very far, and he was still at the first crime scene when I put the book down, never picked it back up. I'll obviously give it a try again when I, when I have the time to read again, um, but like, it, it just strikes me as having that, that, like, kind of vibe to it.
1: Yeah. For sure. Okay. Can I get into it now? You, you can get into my you, turn?
0: You dealio now.
1: Mara's turn? Okay. Um... First things first, I had trouble getting through this first book only because I knew that Jim Butcher did not like this book while he was writing it, because he was very angry about the way that he was writing it. Um, And I'm weird like that, and I was like, this is my favorite author, and he did not like to write this book, so I don't like to read it. Um, Once I got past that, and now he's very much into enjoying writing the series and things like that, it's totally fine, and by no means was it a fault of the first book. It was literally just me um and i accept that um so by no means if you have ever wanted to read this don't let that deter you it is 100 percent uh my fault that i struggled to read the first book um when i decided to read it i literally just sat down and i forced myself to read the entire thing in one sitting which is i mean that's something i do relatively often anyways is just sit down and read a whole book through um but yeah, I just sat down and I was like, you're not moving from this spot until you finish this book. And that's what I did. Um, after that, I have to say that this is one of only two first-person perspectives that I like. What's the other one? In the Name of the Wind. Ah, okay. Um, which we will do an episode on at some point. Probably after our little mini-series? No, the first one after that is Mistborn. Okay um okay
0: so we got a little bit we got a little we, bit. Of we've ways. got a
1: ways to go before we get to the name of the wind but i assure you we will do an episode on that i do love it but um so that that's probably the best example of first person i've ever read but that is also as close to third person first person right as i've ever no. seen so this being purely a first person book it is easily the best example of first person um I don't outright dismiss a book if it's first-person, but I am that much more likely to put it down if it's first-person. So if...
0: it's because it's not done well or because it's not a thing you're a fan of, or both?
1: I'll get to that in just a second. Okay. Um, yeah, so if, it's, if a book is first-person and I get to anything else that I don't like about it, I'm much more likely to put it down and leave it than if it was third-person. And part of that is... Um, Last episode, we talked about the importance of kind of having your characters go through tough times. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in first person, authors, it's deceptively easy. Okay. Um, like, you know, like, oh, it's it's writing from my own perspective. I can do that. And, you know, it's it's a little easier to write that way. And like, yeah, that's true enough. But also, I think authors are a little bit afraid of having their characters... Get into um, bad situations, Mm -hmm. first of all. Um, And also, I think its major downfall is they're less likely to prove themselves wrong.
0: Okay.
1: Um, So your characters should not make every decision and have it be the correct one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not realistic. It's, I find it annoying. I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but I find it annoying if a character never makes a bad choice. If they just are sure-footed the entire book, I'm just like, mm, I don't, I don't get anything from that. Right. Um, and I feel like in first person, it's kind of hard. Because no one can relate to that as well. Yeah, You can't relate exactly. to a character
0: that's just flawless
1: and perfect and I've never made any mistake like, you can't. Exactly. No point, um, and it's like, oh, tough things are happening to them. They still have to get their way out. But like, yeah, but the, the fucking first try every time they get it out. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, th- I, I think it might be just because like first person. People don't like to be wrong. Um, I don't like to be wrong. I'm wrong often. But, you know, I don't like to be. I don't think anybody particularly likes to be wrong. And so I think as an author, it can be hard to prove your main character wrong. Um,
0: Especially from the...
1: Fir- like in first person. Right. And, you know, if it's third person, there's some detachment there. Mm-hmm. You are uh, not embodying that character. Yeah, but if you're embodying that character, it's in that character is wrong, it kind of makes you feel like you're wrong, mm-hmm. and people shy away from that. And... um and that's rough. And I feel like another struggle with it, we will get into this. I have on my list a book that I picked specifically because I, I really don't like the, the first person perspective in it. And so we will get into like the, the aspects of bad first person, probably more in depth in that book. But um, it's also, um, you're much deeper in with the character. Because when you're reading it, you're sitting there and you're reading the words, I did this. Mm -hmm. And so you're you're very, very connected to that main character. And so if the main character is doing something you don't like, it feels very disconnecting. Mm. So if I'm reading from first person and this person is being a shithead, but of course it works out because that's how first person works out. I'm like, I don't want to be being a shithead and have that be the thing to do. Right. I don't want to be that perspective person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of, it's a little better or it's a little easier to swallow if it's third person. It's just like, God damn it, this main character is being a shithead. Right, yeah. And it sucks that they got proved right for being a shithead or whatever, but it's not so personal. Mm-hmm. Um, s- is that for, for just writing or for reading it as well? For reading it, that's how okay. I feel. If I'm reading a, um... I've never really written in first person... Um, mm-hmm. Just because I don't I don't like the perspective very much, right. uh, clearly, mm. so so I struggle with that. But that being said, all of that being said, um, this is a really good example. This was my go to example of how first person can work before the name of the wind. Okay, um, it's really good. Um, Jim Butcher is not afraid to to beat Dresden up. Mm -hmm. Dresden gets the shit kicked out of him uh, Thoroughly and often And Dresden makes a lot of fucking Mistakes Um, And this is not like in (laughs) Codex Alera where it's like Tavi makes mistakes But it's all for the greater good Like nah Dresden just straight fucks up sometimes (laughs) Like sometimes he says Some shit and then he's You're just like Dresden He asks the woman who's
0: not pregnant
1: if she's pregnant All the time (laughs) like it's that's like a daily occurrence for him. <laughs> he just fucks up. Like straight fucks. Um that being said, um he's probably one of the literary characters I um I identify with the most. Cuz
0: he's he he always struck me as very like I don't want to like, you know, he'll he'll watch Everyone else play at recess, but he'll just sit in the classroom kind of brooding at them through yeah. the lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at them out there having fun with their hopscotches and their monkey bars. <laughs> <laughs> Screw all of you. I'm in here reading. Yeah. that's. that's yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I got that. Like, that was the, kind of his his social dealings with, like, other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, the 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 cop who's not his good friend, like, the other cop.
1: Oh, yeah. Kind of that, like there's Murphy and whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, Murphy's the other his good friend, the other
0: dude mm-hmm. who just kind of like he 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 strikes me as kind of like socially challenged in a way. Kind
1: of, yeah. <laughs> he's he's just, very like,
0: he's very like off putting because he does his own thing. People don't understand them, and instead of like taking the time to like, I understand that you may not get me, and so here I'm gonna try to explain myself. He's like, fine, you don't get me. I don't want you to get me.
1: Yeah, he's kind of brooding.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, he's very which brooding. Is, my... Which
1: is uh, what I aspire to be.
0: Right. <laughs> you want to be as off-putting and as I... Harry Dresden. You want to
1: <laughs> I peer do.
0: through the blinds at kids playing at recess.
1: Glare. Um, yeah. uh, one major complaint I've heard from my dad is that um, he's like, I kind of hate Dresden because he always does stuff. And the way he does it is like, Fucking nobody else is gonna be able to do this. It's just me. I'll, only I know what the right thing to do is. Mm-hmm. And he kind of Dresden does kind of have that attitude, because he's like, I mean, gotta he whatever
0: he's a a wizard in a in a not very wizard popular place. Like beyond... he is,
1: he is. Um, in later books, he does deal with people who are not necessarily wizards, but who are kind of as maybe not as in the know, but are in the know mm-hmm. and are are educated, and he still kind of makes decisions. Not exactly on their behalf, but a little bit on their behalf. And he's like, I know what the right thing to do is, so I'm so, just going to do it. But I kind of tend to do that too.
0: I guess, yeah, because <laughs> I guess in this case, like, if you are one of the few people who knows how to do this thing, you would probably, like, if you've been doing it for years and you're like, no, you've, you've experienced it, no one else has, knows any idea of what the things that you do or see like, the extent of your knowledge or whatever... I can understand how you would totally be the kind of person to be like no one knows how I do any of the thing I do like, cuz obviously you've dealt with it for years and years and years you've got an adequate sample size to believe that <laughs> no one knows anything about magic investigations at all or whatever. Like just me. Mm-hmm.
1: Um so I I do get where that complaint is coming from but I don't necessarily agree with it myself. Mm-hmm. Um because I I also tend to kind of do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um that's not the best thing to do um and i recognize that but also if something needs to get done half the time i'm just like you know what i'll just do it i, if, I know i'm gonna get it done i know i can get it done i'm just gonna do it instead, I don't care.
0: instead of hey you know you get a right click here <laughs> left click here You're like, give me the goddamn computer
1: yeah <laughs> um i tend to do that I, I all tend. the goddamn time so at the same time like I, no, it's not a great thing about Dresden, but also... It's, it's a relatable. I, <laughs> yeah, but also it's a thing I totally identify with. Right. Um. Now, I've only read the first seven books. And I read them maybe two years ago now. Okay. So I'm not super duper duper up on everything. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like any Jim butcher book, um this is very action packed um Butcher has said that like you know this is this is not the everyday life of Harry Dresden. this is like his worst weekend every year. like these books are like the worst yeah. days of his year. um <clears throat> so it's kind of you know. It's, it's, it's there's it's, yeah like the there's highlights, a lot
0: essentially not highlights but like... yeah
1: it's uh, the low lights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you know it's it's there, there's crazy shit that happens Dresden makes mistakes uh, he gets beat to fuck like every book. <laughs> I don't think there's a book that I've read yet. I know he gets really powerful in later books. I have heard that my sibling is up to speed on all of them I believe and is waiting for the 16th I think it is. Just watch. I'm going to be totally wrong and that's like all the comments we're going to get. It's just like actually they're waiting on book 15. <laughs> Shut
0: up! Whatever you understand Shut what up!
1: Tar- One <laughs> book in 15 hour- Anyway, <laughs> uh, my sibling is caught up. Um, I'm <clears throat> um, so I am not. So I have heard he gets pretty powerful pretty fast um, kind of towards the, not the end of the series, but up to where we are Okay. Uh, or what's out. Um, but for many of the books, he's uh, so out of his depth. He's so out of his depth. Um, he is getting by on the skin of his teeth. Sometimes he fails. A lot of times he fails. Pretty much every time he gets beat to a bloody fucking pulp. <laughs> I I cannot think of any of the seven books where he doesn't get beat to shit at at least one time, if not like several. Um, One thing that Jen Butcher does really well throughout this series is uh, connecting back to past books, where decisions Dresden makes in the past books uh, can lead to much bigger things in future books. Um, or it's something that can be revisited or something like that. And that may seem like a given, but sometimes in longer series like this. Totally
0: forget about any of that stuff. That yeah.
1: Um, part of that, um, I've heard in an interview, this is going to make it sound like all I do is listen to Jim Butcher interviews. That's not true. <laughs> I do other things. I you also, also read, his, read Jim I Butcher, was going to yes. say, I also read his books. Um, but uh, in another interview, he was talking about how he, he's got beta readers, which is really common, especially for um, for bigger authors that are doing mm-hmm. long series. And he's got people that specifically remind him of things like that. So he'll go back and he'll be like, wasn't there something about an amulet? And they'll be like, yeah, 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 in
0: this book. Then, he's, he's got like, his own version of the red shirt guy <laughs> or the green shirt guy from World of Warcraft or whatever.
1: Yeah. the guy.
0: Okay, so basically this guy is like... At every BlizzCon or whatever, the guy is, like, there at the meeting with the dads, and he's like, I thought in, uh, year 456, Atheross was actually
1: claimed by Gary. Yeah, he, or he jokes that his beta readers know his world way better than he does, because okay. they're like, no, 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 this doesn't work, because in this book, Murphy said this, so you can't uh, okay. have her say this now. So he does have <laughs> people he's like,
0: like that. Yeah.
1: yeah, he has, he has, like, a, a team of beta readers, and, uh, he will occasionally go on his own forums and be like, guys, listen. <laughs> I said something about this, I know I said something about this, but I don't know if it's in book 6, 7, 8, 9, or 12, so please. <laughs> and so he'll have people and he'll like go to his own forums to figure out what the fuck he said in past <laughs> books. Um, uh, which is one, hilarious, and two, also very effective because he gets these things that may have seemed small in the beginning. Or have may have seemed big and didn't totally get resolved. That come back and Dresden has to deal with them again, or uh, deal with them in a different way, or you know the relationship with so and so has been spoiled, and so it's it's a lot harder, or whatever the case may be. Um, so he does that really well throughout this series. Um, urban fantasy is not my favorite subgenre of fantasy personally. Um... That's not to say I don't like it, but I am a giant nerd for standard fantasy and traditional fantasy. I love them. <laughs> um, but that being said, I I do like the occasional urban fantasy series and I do like the Dresden Files. At some point, I really do want to catch up on the series and read all of it, but it's so daunting <laughs> in a way.
0: You need like a summer off yeah. to do that.
1: Yeah. Um, Just because I've already got so many books, and it's just like, oh, I need to read this book, and that book, and this book, and this book, and also the next nine Dresden files. Like, it's just, it's a little intense for me, if I'm honest. That's fair. Um, And that's kind of why I've put it off, just because there's, uh, there's so much to... The daunting task. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a very, um, as far as like a readability goes, it is very, very accessible. Um, if you're interested at all in any sort of urban fantasy, or if you're like, huh, a wizard in Chicago who works with the police department, it sounds really interesting. Give it a shot. Um, it's it's really easy to get through. Um, they're also very standard paperback size. Like I'm holding a standard paperback version of the of Stormfront right now, and it's 320 uh, pages long, which is not that long. Um, mm-hmm. Ain't no way
0: of kings. It's or eight it's no. no. Well, it's, the Words of Radiance?
1: Yeah. It's
0: the even I think Oathbringer is longer. Oh Jesus.
1: Yeah, uh, Oathbringer, the third book of the. Uh, way of King series is out, by the way. I'm not gonna read it probably. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsor. No. No, we're not sponsored. Um, I'm probably not gonna read it if I'm honest. I'm kinda giving up. You didn't up. even finish Words of Radiance, did I you? I haven't even started okay. Words of Radiance. I just I think I'm giving up on the series to be honest with Damn. you. Damn. Yeah. Um anyways uh, yeah so so it is it's I, I think it's very Readable, especially if you're like, oh, I'm kind of thinking about this genre. Um, Nothing is too, too technical or anything like that. Um, There's definitely, definitely some supernatural elements in it. He deals with ghosts. He deals with supernatural creatures, the Um, Fae. There's other wizards. Um, so there's kind of like a, a slightly supernatural element, which I think kind of, you always get a little bit of a supernatural vibe whenever you have anything modern day. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's just like, oh, it's modern day, but there's dragons. It's like, it's a little bit supernatural in its own Like it's, you're always kind of going to get that in this genre, I think, but it's really well written. It's really good. Um, Jim Butcher doesn't really pull any punches in it which I appreciate. Like, I mean, you got to the murder scene. It's not it's not pretty. Mhm. Um Dresden himself deals with some some really shitty things. He's 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 an overall good person, but he's not a great guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if if there's a fire, he's going to try and save people, but also um he's going to walk by a homeless guy on the street even if he's got a spare 20 bucks in his pocket. Yeah. Um, Which he doesn't because he's broke. But, (laughs) you know, it's... he's Overall, he's a good guy, but he's not a a great guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And as Kyle pointed out at the beginning of this episode, it is very um, kind of noir detective Mm -hmm. uh, almost vibe to it. He's almost got this, like, I'm a lone wolf. And... (laughs) I have no friends except for Murphy and she's mad at me like S- 85% of the time. Like it's, it's pretty not, not quite dark and dismal, but it is kind of a, a brooding mm-hmm. feel to the book overall. Any questions?
0: Um, I'm, I'm not allowed to ask whether or not you would recommend it to me because you already have.
1: Yes, um, on that note, out of all 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 the books I've ever read, this is probably the one I would recommend the most to you, mm-hmm. because I think it's easy to read, it is a pretty fast pace, the first maybe quarter of this book is probably going to be the roughest for you to get to, but okay. after that, like genuinely all the books I've read would be pretty smooth sailing for you, I think. Um... And also it's got that noir vibe that I know you tend to be kind of partial towards. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is a 10 out of 10 recommend for Kyle. If you're interested in urban fantasy, 10 out of 10 recommendation. If you're not interested in urban fantasy, I would say an 8 out of 10 recommendation. It's still just a really good book.
0: Cool. Well, excuse our dog drinking water in the background.
1: Yeah, don't worry about that. It's fine. Uh, she only drinks once a day, so you know. <laughs> She's got to drink for a solid thirty minutes. Thirty minutes,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's it for this one.
1: Relatively short episode, I think. We I got don't know. one
0: more. Uh, one Jim Butcher. More, one more Jimmy episode.
1: I don't know. On on my list. called him Jimmy. On my list, the next one is uh, the Airnet's win list by J B, and every time I pass it, I'm like, not Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so that's coming next. We're going to end our, our trilogy of Jim Butcher books within our quadrilogy. No. Of books to get you into fantasy. And then we're going to go back on to just regular random books that Mara likes and even some she doesn't like. And just can rant about for a while. I feel like the ones that you don't like are easier to talk about because you can just riff on like, this person is a piece of crap. They
1: always do bad things. I'm not going to do that. I've never, I... Whenever we talk about books I don't like, I'm never going to be like, this person is a piece of crap. Like, no. Um, I'm also not going to be like, this book is shit. And if you like it, it's shit. Because, like, you know... If you like it, I
0: don't like you.
1: You know, I may not like a book, but I also like to watch, um, you know, shitty reality television shows. I watched, like, three episodes of Catfish with my best friend last night. So, like, you know, it's... There is still entertainment value in things that are not technically good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I took, talk about books I don't like, don't take it to heart. Um, yeah. Enjoy what you enjoy, no matter what I or anybody else says. Um, and chances are it's because I'm pointing out a specific literary problem.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you see past it, then good for you. You see past it.
1: Yeah, if you see past it, fucking fantastic. Enjoy those books. That's great. Um, but I tend to pay close attention to, the, to things like that, especially lately. So... Um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Anyways, see small lecture over. We'll see you next time on Talk Wordy With Me. Goodbye. Bye.